and welcome back to another episode of Rank Masters, the podcast where we find a rank list on the internet and do something with it. Hi, I'm Seth, and I'm here with... Silence. I'm here with no Bartholomew. one. <laughs> I was trying to think of a funny name, and I, for the life of me, I could not think of one. <laughs> I mean, Bartholomew is a funny-ish name, but you know no, what, I said Bartholomew. Bartholomew. Okay, Bar- I heard Bartholomew. Yeah, Bartholomew. Blame it on Discord. Blame it on our, our, our microphones. How about that? But Blame yes, it hello, on- Bartholomew. What's up? Okay, well, my name's Trace. Hello, okay. everyone. I don't want to go on with it. Yeah. Beth Alamu is a weird name. I don't know. <laughs> Give it up on the bit. Almost I'm giving up on the bit. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. How's your day been, Beth Alamu slash Trace? <laughs> I'm tired. It's been a week. It I has. mean, Oh, my God. I am ready for a break. I have been ready for a break for, like, the past month. Yeah. Which sucks because, like, I got a pretty good break over, over like, Christmas. But it's- it just... I need one again already. We we need another thing. Yeah, it, it's already been a minute. Like it's by the time this episode drops, it's mid March. We're recording this like end of February ish, but it's uh, hey. And by mid March, I will have my break. So, that's true. Yeah, you know, maybe I'll come back refreshed. <laughs> <laughs> Who, we'll knows? Who knows? Who uh, knows? But yeah. So in case you in case you somehow missed the blurb, uh, I did literally at the intro of this episode. I don't know why I'm revisiting again. We're the rank masters. We find rank lists out there on the internet. This is episode like nine, I think. Uh, we we we've gone through a fair amount of really really interesting lists so far. You're welcome to peek back on. Uh, all of our previous episodes on whatever platform you're watching or listening to this on. But this week is going to be this week, this week, because we've talked about something similar to what we're going to be talking about in this week's episode. In the past, we've talked about the top 10 greatest Disney villains. But Mm. this Mm -hmm. time we're going to be talking about specifically Pixar movies. In fact, I have a list of the top 12 of them. I don't know why they did 12. But they the, did 12, the top so twelve. Fine. The top twelve Pixar. It's a, you know it's what? a spicier it number than top ten. It is a spicier number than top ten, and I do like that. And honestly, the you tend to go for a lot more like supernatural lists, and yeah. I have I, I struggle with giving input on them because I'm not very familiar with supernatural stuff. Uh, in case you hadn't noticed the trend with my list, I try to come up with things that I can make you guess on because you know, even there, I think there are a few dis, uh, Pixar movies you haven't seen, but I'm curious. I, I, you're at least aware of them, and I'm curious Correct. what you think is on this top twelve. So I might ask you at a, at a few handful of times as to like how how you think this list is gonna go. Um, I unnaturally love being quizzed <laughs> i mean you were literally over at my house and yes. you said you had jeopardy jeopardy for the and i freaked out because i was like holy shit you have jeopardy like i was so excited i it's, love random trivia yeah. i love being quizzed randomly i like when i my brain gets a little bit of a teaser like i don't know what it is <laughs> but it excites me that, so that's why I've been doing this trend of how, like doing, doing lists that <laughs> I can make you guess on. Uh, so, yeah, I probably won't make you guess immediately off the bat because, I mean, there's 12 of them here on this list, which isn't yeah. the entirety of Pixar's catalog. Pixar's catalog is huge nowadays. Like, it's a lot larger than it used to be. That is how time works. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, as time goes on, <laughs> normally check, I don't animation know why studios I see- keep putting stuff out. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why I seemed, like, surprised by that. That's just how that works. Um yeah, Disney Pixar Disney Pixar have put out a lot of uh really good movies. 
mm-hmm. fair amount of iffy movies. Uh, I'm not sure how many of the the uh, quote unquote bad dis- or bad Pixar movies you've seen. Uh, I've, I've watched a few of the tr- most disliked ones recently, but that's not what this list is about. This list is this about is celebrating about the, the good ones. This is the good ones, baby. This we is might, about the bad. We might do another list sometime about like the worst Pixar movies. That would be interesting because I have thoughts about mm-hmm. Onward. I Specifically Onward? Onward, yeah. Me too, actually. <laughs> I don't like Onward as well. I mean, that wasn't the thought I had, actually. <laughs> you like Onward? We'll, we can have that discussion. Actually, you know what? Screw it. Let's just get into that discussion now. I I was iffy on Onward until a very specific scene um, that resonated with me very, very emotionally. I think objectively as a movie, it's not nearly as good as the rest of Pixar's catalog. But it, uh, one scene hit me in the soul. <laughs> I, okay. I will let, I'll let you wait on it. I hated Onward. Really? Like, with my entire being. So Why? we can have that we can ha- we can have that discussion later, okay? That's fair. When I, we talk about the worst Disney or Pixar movies or whatever we get into, <laughs> yeah. we can talk about it then. I the, can I at least talk about the scene that hit me. Can I talk about that one scene now before we get into the actual list? I know we're Why? the rank masters. I know we're supposed to be talking about the list, but screw it. This format's been weird since the beginning. Um, the the scene for me that really hit me. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember the characters' names because it's been a while since I've watched. Is I know because they, they're not they're, memorable. They're, they're yes. not memorable at all. Um, but the older brother is talking about like how he has three memories of his dad, or he specific he he chokes up and says four memories of his dad. He's like, I thought mm-hmm. you only had three. He's like, Oh yeah, I, I do only have three. But there's apparently this fourth secret memory, and it was the the last time he saw his dad, and it was about like he he was supposed to say goodbye. Because his dad was sick and like he he really struggled with doing it because his last memory of his dad is with him being sick and almost unrecognizable and full of like tubes and medicine and all that jazz and like mm-hmm. that one resonated with me so much because that is my last memory of a lot of people and it, I wasn't I everyone talks about relatability with the the movie onwards like oh yeah if you have a brother then you should understand this movie I'm like no that that wasn't the, I do have a brother I didn't really care for the brother dynamic in that in onward but that conversation about your last memory of someone you care about really hit <laughs> you know that's it it's weird seeing them in that sick and state where they don't look like the person you know you know yeah oh and you're right that 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 was the scene that choked me up about Onward. That one specifically hit me. And I I understand that the rest of the movie is not nearly as good, but that one conversation just, oh, knife through the heart. <laughs> hey, you know what? Sometimes bad movies are the ones that stick with you the most. Because like, maybe there's something in there that you just really enjoy or you relate to. I get that. Um, I'm going to sound like such a shitty friend right now. No, it's okay. I still fucking hate Onward. (laughs) That's valid. We'll have a discussion as to why you hate it whenever we get to that video. We need to start doing like more worst of lists. (laughs) We do. We do a lot of best lists. And YouTube loves negativity. We need to get into that. Maybe that's that's season two. You know what? Season. eh, eh, Who even cares about seasons? Maybe just so like episodes one through ten will be positive. And then episodes. 11 through 20 where it's all shit it's we all, all negative. negative we're gonna tear into everyone <laughs> hey we could why not right you think you're safe absolutely yeah. the fuck not 
But, so, okay, so let, let's get into this uh, top 12 list. Let's do uh, it. This is coming from pastemagazine.com, uh, which is a website I'd never heard of until I tried to find this list. Never but either. number 12 on this list is actually the recent Toy Story 4. And I'm curious what you think of Toy Story 4, Trace. Never seen it. You haven't seen it. I have never seen Toy Story 4. Let me tell you about, okay. I have never been like the biggest fan of the Toy Story franchise. I mean, I think like overall, like they're good movies. I enjoy them. I just, I don't know. I never got attached to them. Like, and I know that's weird because like I have such sentimental feelings about everything, like including my toys (laughs) as a kid. So you think that this movie would be like, I am the target audience for this movie. People who can't give up their fucking toys as a kid. All right. (laughs) Yeah. But still like, I'm just like, yeah, the movies are good but they don't like attach to me. Like a lot of other movies do like the characters don't like resonate with me. The storylines are like, yeah, they're good. I like them, but they just don't seem to stand out for me. So when they announced toy story four, I was like, yeah, it's probably going to be another good movie, but I have never like thought, yeah, this is what I want to watch right now. (laughs) I only have so much emotional capacity for movies that when it's time to sit down and watch a movie, my first thought isn't, yeah, Toy Story 4. Let's watch that one. That sounds great. And people have come at me. Sorry, I'm going to talk about this because people are going to come at me. And they were like, oh, you have to watch Toy Story 4. It's good. Like, it's one of the, like, it's so, so good. Like, it's even better than like 3. And I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> I still don't care. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch it eventually, probably, because I do. I like animated movies, usually more than I like normal movies. Um, Same. But it's still not on the top of my list. Yeah. I mean, that's valid. You know, I, I, I'm i going to be honest. I haven't heard anyone say that four is better than three. Uh, I really? Think it, they I hear hit... that, like, all the time. Really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we must be on very different parts of the internet, I guess. Um, but, yeah, I, I've i heard a lot of people complain about how Toy Story 4 is, like, ruining the ending of Toy Story 3. Because the Toy Story trilogy, the first three movies of Toy Story, definitely felt mm. like it, it wrapped it up in a nice, neat little bow. Uh, and yeah. I will have conversa- I will have things to say about Toy Stories 2 and 3, uh, because hot take they're the same movie uh, <laughs> it's it's the are same they? thing yeah they, they are um yeah kind of i guess yeah I, okay well we'll discuss that yeah. later but like i can't deny the ending of toy story 3 you know with andy growing up and passing the toys on to another kid and that it kind of implies that that is their infinite life of just like continuing to make kids happy that was a nice happy conclusion that's then, purgatory that is purgatory. But, I mean, it's it's a joyful <laughs> life for toys. You know, they don't age, so I don't think they care. Um, sure. <laughs> but it was it was, it, it was very shocking to see the fact that Toy Story 4 would come out. And I do think... And Toy now Story Toy 4, Story 5? Oh, my God. Are I, you excited about Toy Story 5? I don't know what's going to happen with Toy Story 5. Because I think as, as good of an ending as Toy Story 3 had, Spoiler Toy Story alert. 4 also had a good ending. Woody like, leaves... Woody's already gone. That was that yeah, was Toy Story that's, Four. That's what I'm saying. Spoiler alert. Woody oh, okay. Leaves. <laughs> so I'm like, I know that you're gonna do Toy Story. I, it's been spoiled for me. Like I know a lot of the story, not all of it, but I know a lot of the story. The that's story fair. Of Toy Story that's Four. That's valid. That's valid. But I'm like, how the hell are you gonna do Toy Story Five without Woody? Because genuinely, mm-hmm. you have you have the gang being led by Buzz Lightyear now, 
And hot take, he is the least compelling character of the franchise. <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah. He's he's the comic relief, and he's he's the Mike Wazowski. And I'm like, that's not. I don't care about that relationship nearly as much as everyone else in the story. And I'm like, okay. isn't he voiced by Tim Allen? Uh, I think. I don't know actors. I'm sorry. <laughs> the racist Tim Allen. Don't know actors. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like you, that sure he's not a good person. I I don't know him. Um, yeah, it was just it. I I don't know how they're gonna do Toy Story five. I think Toy Story four was fine. I think it hit very different emotional beats to to Toy Stories one through three, because one through three was all about like connecting with the purpose you already have, and then Toy Story four is very much about finding a new purpose. And like that's sure interesting story to tell about. I have no clue how they're going to continue with five. I don't think it's necessary. I don't think four was necessary, but yeah, who knows? You haven't, you haven't I mean, watched four, so. <laughs> I haven't watched four, but apparently it was like one of the biggest grossing Pixar movies. So I'm not surprised. It, 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 it's understandable why they're like, hell yeah, let's go number five. Cause but, it made a lot of money. So yeah, I will say in Toy Story four, I did like the, uh, the villain. And I'm saying that loosely because I don't know how much you know about this movie. Um, I know it's the the baby girl doll. Yeah, it is the baby girl doll. And that is obvious, <laughs> like, as soon as you meet her, pretty much. Um, okay. But what happens with her is very interesting. I do I do like okay. that dynamic. Because Disney's been doing weird stuff with their villains recently. But this was a, this was a good hit. Um, okay. I was like, because I've, I've heard a lot of... <laughs> I mean, I watched Shea Phillips Productions. And yes, same. He just put out a video about Disney villains that was very good. Highly recommend. Yeah, for real. Um. So, uh, yeah, I get what you mean. He just put it out relative to us back in February. <laughs> relative this coming, to us. This video is probably coming out like end of March at this point. Like, oh, we're, we're planning ahead. Um, we are planning ahead. We we like to do we like to get stuff done early. But speaking of planning ahead, uh, I plan that we should move on to the next number on our list. Uh, that was okay. a sm- smooth as hell transition. Smooth transition. <laughs> You've got right. this. You're pro. Number eleven on this list of the top twelve is Soul. And okay. Damn, Soul chokes me up. I'm not gonna lie. This movie hits. <laughs> Maybe it's the okay. musician in me, but oh, this one's great. I like Soul a lot. What do you think of Soul? Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen Soul. I actually, I really, I really like the movie of Soul. Um, it is probably Pixar's highest concept movie that they've ever made. For real. And I really enjoy it. It like it really makes you think about the purpose of life, which is a yeah. weird thing to get from a Disney movie. Um, but it was really, really enjoyable. And I don't know. They really outdid themselves. I mean, they did. the animation was beautiful. The messaging was beautiful. I don't know. There was a I- lot to really, really like about that movie. Dis- uh, Pixar makes a lot of movies that are intended for both adults and kids. Like, they- they're... they're- clearly made for adults in my opinion but they're still accessible to kids i think this Mm -hmm. is the the hardest one for kids to attach to because this is so high concept like this is very much talking about like adult fears and anxieties of not living up to your purpose or 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 your spark as they call it because it's spoilers actually you know what just spoilers for the rest of this list if you haven't watched every pixar movie uh you're gonna get spoiled get out of here (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um but like the 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 messaging of just like your spark the the thing that is mm-hmm. your passion for you isn't your purpose 
like that's a that's a very impactful thing to think about and the the whole conversation about like yeah just jazzing living is someone's spark that is that is for a lot of people what their purpose of life is that's cool and that's something that a lot of people don't think about because i think a lot of people genuinely are lost souls you know they kind of get stuck Mm -hmm. in whatever it is they do and like how your passions can kill you because like it can it can be draining to really, really mm-hmm. love something to the point where, like, you feel that is your whole life. Uh, I felt that, especially in college. I felt that with psychology big time. And I'm yeah. just like, I, it was a nice to have that kind of wake up call and be like, oh, shit, there's so much more. Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> it is fine to just live. You don't have to be it some is. amazing person. You don't have to be like the best in something you don't have to be such a grandiose figure to matter you matter because you just exist and having that is the messaging of your kids movie yeah <laughs> wild like i honestly think they sat down and they were like this is going to be the first adult movie that we're going to animate and then they're going to and then they sent it off to the, like the higher ups and they're like it's got to be a little bit more kiddish yeah they, there were some sections that were meant to keep kids entertained for sure i noticed mm-hmm. like he didn't need to be a cat. <laughs> no, he didn't that need was to be all a cat. For, that was all for the child thing. Um, but, like, it, it worked. It worked anyway. I don't think kids got the hippie messages. I think that was that was really funny. <laughs> like, I'm, when the moon moves into the house of Gemini. Or so I, that's, that quote sticks with me, and I don't know why. It's just really funny to me. <laughs> it's a very interesting take. I mean, mm-hmm. I would almost wish that they would have just left the hippie stuff out of there. I get that it's funny. It, um, yeah. But it is a little weird. I'm like, why? Like... They had to Maybe have some way that to they, bring it back to living, but they could have. They're, they're <laughs> Pixar. They could have thought of something smarter. They could have thought of something different. But th- that was my one gripe with the movie, I think, is the fact that they include, like, hippies. Yeah. And almost validate that, I don't know, kind of racist <laughs> ideal of, um, like, the Eastern medicine is, like, mm-hmm. better for you and, like, can get you more connected to things. And, yeah. I don't know. It's a very not good. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't prepared for Idea? that sound. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I wish they would have left that out. Most of everything else about Soul, beautiful movie. Beautiful. I genuinely love the moment where he finally gets to like do the concert, where he finally plays for the show. And unlike in his audition, he doesn't go into the zone. Like it it mm-hmm. it just does a montage of moments from the show, but like it it doesn't show him getting into the zone. Like it's it's everything he was striving for and he doesn't get to where he was just during the audition when he was happy mm-hmm. you know and i'm like that's that's kind of cool to think about like you're you even when you get everything you're striving for it's not the same i'm like oh yeah yeah almost <laughs> almost wish they could have gone into like a critique of like having to monopolize our hobbies yeah <laughs> uh, that's a conversation i'm not willing to have right now <laughs> <laughs> on on my monetized hobby actually the, the, this podcast yeah. isn't monetized youtube is my monetized hobby but this isn't my channel <laughs> yeah having to feel like you can't have your hobbies unless you're making money from it kind of mm-hmm. sucks it does kind of suck but hey what are you gonna do right <laughs> that's the world of capitalism baby baby uh, i hate that all right shall we move on to number 10 on this list Sure. Sure. All right. Number 10. Another 
pretty high concept movie from Pixar. We got Inside Out. And honestly, yeah, a lot that, of striking similarities between Inside Out and, and Soul. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's been a while since I've watched Inside Out. Yeah, that's fair. It's been a while since it's come out. It was like, uh, this list says 2015. Time flies. Mm. God damn, that's almost been a decade. Wow. Yeah, that's been a, that's been a while. Jesus Christ. God damn, almost a decade since Inside Out came out. God damn. Inside Out still feels like a recent movie. <laughs> so I know. Weird. I was like, that one's so recent. What are we talking about? Yeah. But like the concept of, of acknowledging the importance of sadness is something that a lot of people don't think about, you know? Like it's mm-hmm. it's very important to have you can't just push it aside. You can't you cannot live in solely happiness. Yeah. You need a touch of sadness. You need to have without that part of you, you can't recognize when something's wrong, you know? And I think that's something that was surprising. This is a much more kid focused movie than. Yeah. Soul it was is. very more, it was more kiddie, but still had some really good very messaging. Very good adult messaging. Yeah. And like the fact that they started playing it in like high school health classes. Yeah. I was like, I mean, a little bit lazy on the teacher's part, but I get oh, yeah. why. I mean, when has a high school teacher ever not been lazy? <laughs> I mean, they're not paid enough to not be lazy. Yeah, so. I, I can't blame them. I can't blame them in the slightest. Um, but it's just, I I can't help but, like, find the similarities between Inside Out and Soul. Because, like, mm-hmm. the whole concept of in Soul becoming, like, a lost soul, for instance. You get so sucked into the thing that gives you joy and trying to, like, monetize it or just, like, being obsessed over, over it. And it kills you it, it drains your soul and i'm like mm-hmm. that's kind of what was happening to riley like she was being forced to be joyful as much as possible um kind of like by her parents even really just like i you, i need i i'm very proud of you for continuing to be as as happy as you are can you just continue to be joyful for me through this troubling time and she kind of forced herself into it i'm like that really threw off her life you know i'm like that might have been what was going on? I feel, it's strange to see yeah. how these two movies kind of had similar messaging in that department. Five I mean, years apart. <laughs> God damn, time flies. Because it sucks. Like It does. Asking asking kids to be more mature than what they uh-huh. need to be is damaging. So, hey, parents, don't do that, I guess. I don't know. Really? I don't know what to say. These are very, very mature topic movies. Uh-huh. Um, and I find it hard to make good, funny jokes about them because they're really so is. mature. Yeah, I'm gonna have a trouble finding clips for this through this episode. Uh, but it's it, this episode just hits, you know. It, I, Pixar always does high like concept messaging in all their movies. Like even even the sillier, more kid focused ones have very deep messages within them. And I'm like, goddamn. <laughs> you know they have good they have good messaging i don't know if i'd call them all deep but a lot of them have like really good messaging yeah that makes me happy they do they do yeah but shall we move on is it time to continue through the list to number nine i think so number nine is monsters inc monsters inc and God. it says year 2001 holy fuck i didn't realize Monsters oh Inc. my god <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute no it came out in november of 2001 it was afterward yeah uh, yeah after yeah. 9-11 <laughs> weird um 9-11 happened and american needed a pick-me-up so disney was like 
Drop it. Drop Monsters, Inc. Yeah. Wow. Weird. Um, (laughs) Time flies, I guess. But yeah, what do you think of Monsters, Inc.? Because I rewatched this recently. This was a fun one. I haven't watched it in a while. I do love Monsters, Inc. a lot. I love the characters. I love the character designs. Um, I think it's very cute. It is. It's so adorable. Boo is a fun character. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I wish they would have made Sully a little sexier, but... Damn it, Trace. I it's I don't know. It just it's weird because like I yeah. watched him and I was like, there's so much potential here. There His is. character could be so much hotter. I will and say he's, he's hotter. He's hotter in this movie than he was in Monsters University, which I think is the opposite of what they intended. Mm, I don't know. Really? I think he was hotter in Monsters University. He's got the dad bod thing going on in this one, though. You know? Yeah, but like I also enjoy like the the frat bro aesthetic i don't enjoy that, actual okay, frat do. bros i knowing you yeah that makes sense but i like that the scans. aesthetic <laughs> like varsity jacket and like maybe a backwards cap mm. fair that's delicious delectable i get it now i get you <laughs> uh but yeah okay talk about messaging of monsters inc now because that's stop i don't want to be talking for Sully anymore uh I think I, that there should have been more gratuitous butt shots of Sully in uh, Monsters, Inc. All right. Time to leave this podcast forever. Bye. We're not having an episode 10. This episode just ends right now. No, okay. No, come on. I'm I, I'm with you. I'm just trying to talk be with me here. Don't you don't you think that they could have been a little bit of fan surface? Like, we, yeah, they pulled an anime titty shot and like. They should have given Mike Wazowski a dumpy. Yeah, that's why I said. No, I think you're completely off base there. Mike Wazowski is the comic relief character. He doesn't need a dumpy. I I even said that earlier in this list. You know, he's, yeah, he doesn't deserve to be sexy. No, he doesn't deserve his sexiness. But Sully, Sully deserves to be sexier. Absolutely. And I just, I like, I think for me, the fact that this was a, a 2001 movie portraying basically a gay couple trying to take care of a kid, you know, because that's what this movie is. That's, like, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think you could say that because like Mike Wazowski was, did have a girlfriend that was yeah. very, a prominent character of the movie. But so I he, never did, once did he felt take care of boo gay. with this girlfriend or did he take care of boo with the, his roommate, his uh, gay lover, his gay lover. I mean, yeah, his much. gay lover, Sully, I'm I'm not focusing on the love between Mike and Sully. I I, I kind of with you. I don't think there is any there. But I do think it's all they only fuck for the purpose of fucking. There's no fuck. love. There is it's a loveless kind of fuck. Their relationship is more focused <laughs> on Boo. They're they're a platonic gay couple, uh, with learning to be parents. And I think that's that's not a message you get in any movie from 2001. You know. I don't know. I never got any type of gay vibes from the movie. Again, even I, like as a kid. Okay, fair. I just you definitely got the parent vibes though, right? Like that's that was the point of the movie is the fact that they're they're parenting Boo at this point. Mm. It was more of like a fish out of water story. Okay, we wa- we watch very different movies, I guess. Um, I'm just being contrarian at this point. <laughs> if you want a fish out of water movie, that's uh, that's later on the list. <laughs> I was okay. Make Finding Nemo joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, for a second there, I was gonna be like, Finding Nemo isn't Pixar, but then I was like, Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You, yes, you it is. <laughs> That's why it the sequel's horrible. Is. Oh, 
You're saying it's, that's why it's horrible is because it's a Pixar movie? I Pixar sequels are not nearly as good as their originals. Let's be real here. I guess talk Cars to too. Toy Story about that. I <laughs> Hey, have the other other Toy Stories shown up on this list compared to Toy Story 4? Not yet. Guess why? All right. Well, we'll spoil I'm that sure later. There's going to be more sequels. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, moving on then. Because apparently you didn't get the parental message of uh, Monster No, I didn't. (laughs) Let's move on to number eight, which is up. And this has a much more clear parenting message for you, Trace. Did you get this one? Did you understand the parenting narrative here? Tell me what the parenting narrative is. This guy didn't want kids. Well, actually, that's a lie. He did want kids, uh, but he wasn't allowed to have kids. And he's kind of thrown into a situation. He wasn't allowed to have kids by God. (laughs) (laughs) that is horrible way to summarize that intro but yeah Um, that's what you said you're like he wasn't allowed to have kids i didn't say by god i know but who else would have told him no you can't have kids biology (laughs) you could have said he was unable to have kids but you said he was not allowed He didn't have permission. He wasn't permitted. Uh, I got it. But, like, just the the sudden coming into, like, getting a responsibility later than you expected in a different situation than you wanted. He's so determined for his own task that he's missed the adventure of just living. He's missed the adventure of taking care of a kid, of being a parent, of, of being alive. Uh, he's been so focused on the the of the uh, the travel to Paradise Falls that he forgets the you know I I I think that was my takeaway for the for the movie is that it's less would, about go for it. I was gonna say I'm on the parenting angle. I'm much more focused about like Russell, mm-hmm. like the idea that this kid feels that he has to be so successful at this event that he does just to get acknowledgement from his father. Yeah, is like it's like. That's the the thing that drives him to go to, what's the old man's name? Carl. That's what drives him to go to Carl's house is because he's like, he wants to get this badge so that he can go to the badge ceremony so his dad can hopefully show up. Um, Well, isn't his dad dead? I thought his dad had passed on. His dad is just, I don't know. Maybe his dad is dead. I, I thought his dad was just, was a bad dad. Maybe that's me projecting my own father problems onto the, Onto little, little baby wrestle. <laughs> we said it would come up again. <laughs> yeah, possibly. I thought, okay, so maybe it's been a while since I've watched up, but I thought like he had nostalgic memories for his dad and like after doing all the, the scouting stuff where they would, you know, count cars and eat ice cream and all that jazz. And then suddenly his dad wasn't able to do it anymore, which I interpreted as being dead. Um, and so oh, I that, he's kind of striving. too busy. Okay, fair. I mean, fair enough. But I mean, I think it seems that his his relationship with his dad was great at one point, and he was kind of striving to get back to that in some way, shape, or form. We're trying to connect with that that element just by doing mm. the job of of scouting. Uh, and by the end of the movie, he's able to do that exact thing. You know, counting the cars, playing the game, eating ice cream with Carl. And I'm like, yeah. Carl's kind of become his surrogate dad. Um, yeah. I think that that's good. That's a very good message for sure. Uh, good movie. I also think the message of just enjoying life uh, and instead focusing more on the the adventure. Enjoy the of, journey. 
is that the adventure of being with and around people as opposed to the goal of getting to Paradise Falls. Because that, that's a thing that gets lost for a lot of people. The journey is more important than destination. Maybe you know? Paradise Falls is a like a metaphor for death. Yeah, And you possibly. should be more focused about living than you are being afraid or being more focused about living than you are they about... Were, like, they were very passionate about going to death. <laughs> yeah. They, they really, really wanted, wanted to, to go to die. Paradise Falls. <laughs> I mean, hey, yeah, fair. Um, man, it's it's... The quote of adventure is out there uh, versus adventure is everywhere, you know? Solid message there. I think I think that's a good movie. I like up a lot. I'll have to watch it again because yeah. you're telling me things. I'm like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> so I, A lot of these movies can be interpreted a lot of different ways, you know? And I think the impact of a movie depends on your interpretation. Like, I know a lot of people for up don't there. get past the first 30 minutes or the first 10 minutes, really. That, that emotional sequence of the miscarriage and the death like that is mm. it's why up is on a lot of people's lists i'm not god gonna lie saying no <laughs> god, god <laughs> said no you're not allowed to have kids it's so bad um yeah it's just even the rest of the movie to me is good like even if you ignore those first 10 minutes which are phenomenal mm-hmm. it's still, still a, a good, good movie. movie yeah still a good movie you know yeah um yeah let's move on let's move on to number seven which can you no i'll, I'll make you guess when we get to the top five i'll make you guess what's in the top five but number seven okay coco no reaction the first time well, <laughs> the first time i watched coco i was on a plane uh never watch movies for the first time on a plane that's a bad idea <laughs> um i did cry on the plane i remember that nice. at the very end i was like this is yeah. beautiful. The the song, oh, it hits. <laughs> that, that is the moment. Um, I've been saying it hits a lot in this episode, huh? What message did you get from Coco? Uh, this was this seemed more like a cultural message to me of just don't forget the people in your family. Don't forget the people in your life. Like, even if you, for some reason, think that they're like deadbeats, they're moving on or something like that. They're still your family. They're still there for you. And maybe there's more to the story than you know. But even if there isn't, you know, it's I don't know. Important to keep them real. Um, tell the stories of your family. I think. And see, and that is something that I am vehemently against. Really, I don't think your family is owed anything from you. Okay. At all, ever. <laughs> Um, fully agree. I'm not, I was trying to, I was trying to seem like aversive to that idea. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think your family is owed anything to you. I think within a message, Coco is weaker than the other movies on this list, but and see, from a cultural perspective to... of just beauty and like understanding of, you know, Mexican culture, fantastic movie. <laughs> I almost want to say that like. I don't know. I would have to watch Coco again to get like, what is the overarching message of Coco? Because like, it's been a while for one. Yeah. But true. every time I, did it get brighter over here? Possibly. You said the reason it I was dark for it. Maybe it's just dark in comparison to like my lighting. Cause it's gotten dark for me. Uh, it's, it's getting late. <laughs> no. Yeah. Anyway, um, my natural lighting's going down. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Cause like, 
every time I hear like some type of analysis of Coco, it always says something like, oh, you need to like always cherish your family and be there for them. And, and that, I'm like, no, you don't. You don't always have to be there for them. That was the message of this movie. And I, I don't agree with it. I'm with you on that. Um, I do think it's still a good movie despite disagreeing with its message because the mm-hmm. message is kind of secondary to the examination of Mexican culture. I, I think that is more important. It's more impactful of the movie to me uh, than the actual, you know, remember your family message or something like that, which is interesting because uh, Pixar doesn't usually I mean, do that. I mean, it's good that they showed one singular aspect of culture in mexico i wouldn't even say mexican culture just a certain type of culture in mexico true yeah it's not Um, entirety i mean we also have to acknowledge that apparently mama coco is based off of an actual woman that they met and they didn't like give any credit to the family or even like help the family at all yeah i did not hear about this what the fuck I mean, I don't know if it's true. I'm going to put that out there. Okay. But it is something that people have said is that Mama Coco is a woman who actually exists. And Pixar, like Pixar people met her and based a lot of the character off of her. But then like they didn't give any credit to her. They didn't do anything. Um, They kind of just took her story and didn't pay it back. So wrong. Yeah. So. Okay. Like, if that's if that, true, that's kind of, that's really fucked up. It's okay. fucked up, but I mean, it's Disney. <laughs> they do things like it's that. It's Disney. Yeah, that's true. That's very um, true. But I mean, I don't know. I Because I think there's a lot of problems with saying a movie is good, specifically on the merits that it shows a different culture. I mean, if you wanted that, I think you should go and watch a movie that was actually produced by people from Mexico who are yeah. more acquainted with the culture. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, they're still able to tell a good story by using those reference points. True. Um, and I've seen grown-up Miguel on TikTok, if you haven't yet. Um, his voice actor is, like, on TikTok. Interesting. Um, he did a, a quote-unquote grown-up version of the song that he sings for, like, the contest. Um, inter- it was interesting, but... Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to watch it again because I feel like there has to be something more there than just you should always love your family no matter what. I I don't think there is. I I've watched it recently. I don't think I think that is the only message in the movie and it's it's weird. <laughs> if that is the only message in the movie, I mean, I'm not surprised. That seems to be the very It's it's like, very pervasive Disney message, you know? Idea of like, oh, you should always love your family no matter what. Like you should. And yeah. like in some aspects, I think yeah, maybe if we were able to fix the relationship that parents have with their kids, that would that be maybe like, a parent should always unconditionally love their child. Yes, that would but, be nice to. That would be a good message to say. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Not Who everyone knows? deserves forgiveness. I think that's not everyone deserves forgiveness. Thing to to discuss. But moving on, shall we? Shall we? Let's go on? ahead. All right, number six. After this, I'm going to ask you to guess the top five. But number six, okay. we have. The original Toy Story. Okay. Hmm. A little high for it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I I think this is a little higher than it deserves. Because the original Toy Story, I mean, it was groundbreaking for its time in terms of like animation, in terms of storytelling. It was it was very surprising and interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was that good of a movie. 
<laughs> Woody's an asshole, and I know that's the point of it, but it's it's hard to resonate because he's definitely the main character. He's more the main character mm-hmm. than Buzz is in, in Toy Story 1. Oh, um, absolutely. And it's really hard to resonate with an asshole character. Um, Buzz is not able to be resonated with entirely. He's just kind of... I, I get the the your whole world suddenly flipped on its head, but like I no, I can't really experience that same thing. <laughs> and then the actual like plot of the story is more or less just a fetch quest to get back home. Like it it seems like a side quest that you find in a video game that's like eager to try and keep you occupied. You know. See, to me. <laughs> I mean, I like, like I said, I I enjoy Toy Story. I don't think it's like a movie that sticks out with me that much. I think the messaging of Toy Story is more like jealousy is bad. I think that's the... True. um, That that is the message. I think that's just the message. And that's good. It's a good message. But none of the characters stick out to me. I mean... yeah. Like you said, Woody's kind of an asshole. And I get why he is. He is. He's scared that he's being replaced. Like, it makes sense. Buzz is just kind of annoying. I don't know. Like, <laughs> and I mean, these, in my opinion, these character traits are fixed in future movies. Aside, yeah, uh, Buzz is still kind of comic relief. He's still, I don't, I don't really like him, and especially four. Uh, but in in two and three, I think these character traits are fixed. But it's just in one, they're so hard to to stick with. Like it's mm-hmm. a it's a solid movie. But compared to the movies behind it and the movies ahead of it, like I don't think six is where it deserves to be. I'd yeah. say maybe push it back to like nine. Oh, I don't think it's better than Monsters Inc. or Soul. Actually, <laughs> I, I think I'd bring Soul much higher up. Honestly. Soul would be so much higher yeah, on this list. In, in oh my, my own god. list. Oh my god. Yeah. But we'll we'll figure that out once we get to it. You have any more thoughts about Toy Story One? No. No. No thoughts. Head empty. Pass. <laughs> All right. Well, then it is time to play the game, Trace. What do you think are the five Pixar movies that this list has placed above the original uh, Toy Story? And I can, I can go over the previous ones if you want to know what those are again, in case you'd forgotten. Uh, All right. Quiz show time. Quiz show Let's time. Let's go, here. baby. What's up? Um, You already said Finding Nemo was on this list, so I'm going to assume Where do you think it is, though? I think Finding Nemo's at five. Okay. Um, Pixar, Pixar, goddamn. I'm not going to tell you their franchises because you're just going to say the first things I say. <laughs> if they put Cars on this list, that's going to be a little bit disappointing. I don't think Cars is on the list. Fair enough. Um, I'm going to have to look up Pixar movies. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, you have you have more like a recognition memory of Pixar movies as opposed to Recall. I get it. I understand that. Well, it's so it's so hard because like. I'll think, oh yeah, that's a Pixar movie, and it's not. It's a Disney Animation Studios that's, movie. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to draw that line. I get it, especially once Disney started doing the 3D animated, like Tangled and stuff. Mm. Uh, that was that, that's tricky to get in. Yeah, I Tangled, Wreck It Ralph. Those are not Pixar movies. Those are good movies from Disney. Ooh, how that's new fun. is this list? Um, I mean, the Toy Story Four is on here, so I I can't think. Toy Story 4 and Soul are both on here, and I think that's the newest it is. Okay. I don't I don't want to tell you anything, because I I don't Well, cause like if it's if if Soul is the newest one, then that uh gets rid of Luca turning red in light year. So Yeah. That would that gives rid of a good portion of it. 
would those um, have been on, on? Would you have guessed that those are on the top five anyway? Maybe Luca. I don't know. Turn. Really? I also really loved Turning Red, even though I love. I love Turning Red too. It was a. It was a good movie. <laughs> okay, so here's. Okay, here are my guesses. Number okay. five, Finding Nemo. Sure. Um, I'm not confirming or denying anything. I'm just okay. Sure. Number five, <laughs> Finding Nemo. Gotcha. Number four, A Bug's Life. <laughs> Re- really? Okay. N- number three, The Incredibles. Okay. Number two, Wally, and number one, Ratatouille. Final In- answer. Interesting top five. Um, I think. Don't tell me what it is. Just keep going okay. through the list. I'll, I'll just keep going through the list because you might be a little disappointed by number five, Wally. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, Wally it's, is such a good movie. It's so cute. It is. Such I. A good movie. I mean, it's a little fat phobic. We'll give it that. That's yeah, fine though. It is. But I still love Wally. It's such a good movie. Could I tell you what the meaning of it is? God Go no. <laughs> I haven't seen it in so long. <laughs> But <laughs> I, I think sometimes meaning is secondary to just telling a beautiful story about robot lovers. <laughs> yeah, I want to see you some know, robot action. Okay, there, there's definitely a message about you know the the corruption of capitalism. There's a message about uh, the you know the focus on trying to remember earth yeah environmentalism the main focus is robot lovers <laughs> robot lovers yeah one of them is shaped like one of those little tiny vibrator things that you put on the god tip. damn it trace <laughs> the tip <laughs> i'm not gonna go into any more details there just yeah the Eve is a bullet vibe. I get it. I understand. <laughs> but otherwise, I mean, Wally is a great movie. I it love it. A, it is a beautiful movie. It is fucking gorgeous. Uh, I the the fact that I think it's like the first thirty minutes is entirely dialogueless. Like you get in the the names and the word directive, and that's yeah. all you get for the first thirty minutes until you get to like the spaceship, and that's cool. And it doesn't that's even really feel like cool. it. It really doesn't because you're so caught Invested. up in the, in the life of Wally and the life of Eve and just ah mm, it's beautiful I yeah, fucking love just this like, movie so into it I don't know like I feel like it should be so much higher obviously as I said in my yeah. rankings <laughs> what did I I give it number two right I think you gave it number two yeah okay we're or, not gonna remember been, any yeah. of that ranking yeah, no yeah because Incredibles was forgot. three <laughs> it was Nemo A Bug's Life Incredibles Wally Ratatouille I forgot you put, yeah, you put Ratatouille above. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Wally's great. I fucking love Wally. Fair enough. It's it's such a good movie. I, I'm a little mad that it's at five. I don't know where yeah, I put but- it because I, ha- I do have the advantage of looking ahead at what they have. And I think I know what you would say doesn't belong in the top five. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, shall we move on then? So that number five is Wally. Number four. You ready? Sure. Yeah, you were close to Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo's number four. I did kind of okay. spoil it. I said Finding Nemo's on this list. I'm sorry about that. No, um, I mean, I probably would have chosen it anyway. I still think it should have been number four. Like, Wally is leagues, up, uh, leagues, leagues yeah. above Finding Nemo. Um, I mean, like, Finding Nemo is still a good movie. I think it's funny that Merlin should have been a woman, but... 
Huh? It is what it oh, is. Oh, okay. You're talking biology. I know. I forgot that you know. Yeah, because like animals. the clown, like because <laughs> the clownfish becomes like a like a female. Yeah. If yeah, I, if I, the I, dominant female is killed, the dominant yep. male then becomes a female for the next generation. I that took me out of what I was trying to do. I was gonna try and make a joke because you said that Wally's leagues above Finding Nemo, and I remember leagues yeah. being a unit of measurement. And I already made that joke. You did. I missed it. I said uh-huh, <laughs> leagues. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've already made the call out. I knew what it was. I, I was. I want to bring more attention to it. I guess. Um. Yeah. I. I think Finding Nemo is a great movie. It's a. It's. It's good. Again, a very beautiful movie. Uh. I like the story. I like the plot of it happening. Mm-hmm. Not no, 100% yeah. sure I know what the message is. P. Sherman 42, Wallaby, Wallaby Way, Sydney, right? Shit, you're right. That is the message. Oh, God. <laughs> we need <laughs> to go message. to Australia. That's the real message. That's that's what Pixar has been trying to get out of us this entire time. <laughs> Just go, go to, to Australia. Australia. <laughs> I, I mean, they got me hook, line, and sinker. I would love to go they to did. Australia. I'm surprised you knew that like by heart. God damn, that's powerful. I, oh. I, I, it's also been a very long time since I've watched Finding Nemo, so I don't know why that's in my head. Yeah, but. okay. But, like, there's, there's a lot of really cool moments in this movie. I mean, you get the 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 stoner turtles. You get the surprisingly mm. just kind of chill sharks. I, I like that organization going on. Relationship with the whale. Just, I think, maybe I figure, maybe I've stumbled onto the, the message. Just be the messaging trusting, is ocean. You know? The message is ocean. <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, honestly, I think the messaging is to be more trusting. Yeah, because Merlin starts off being fucking terrified of literally everyone and everything. Every he's single like, thing. He's the like, single most like cautious person on the planet, and as someone who's and also maybe, incredibly cautious of things, I get it. I understand. And maybe it's also going into a little bit of like, you should still give your kids some room. Yes. Let, I mean, let I understand grow, that let the them be alive. <laughs> That the giving the room this time resulted in his child being taken away from him and like trafficked. It so, worked out in the end. It worked out in the end. <laughs> Who cares about vigilante child justice? Oh god, that's gonna get taken very out of context. <laughs> <laughs> don't clip I'm, that. Don't clip that anywhere. No, I want to clip that now. <laughs> clip, We're talking about clip me talking about case, okay? <laughs> clip me talking about Sully's beautiful cake and how yes. it was underserved. And don't clip that one. <laughs> Okay. Uh, but yeah, like it's it's a it's a good message about like there there's a threshold of how much you should trust the the world around you. And mm-hmm. I think if you're too protective of your kids, they're going to rebel against you. They're going to not know how to navigate the world for real and yeah. they're going to get lost. And if you're mm-hmm. too too trusting of everything, you're going to get in some pretty, you know, s- scary situations like with the sharks. But mm-hmm. there's there's a level of you you need to let your kid be a kid. You need to be out there in the world. Uh, and yes, there's dangers. Yes, there's fucking anglerfish that will eat your wife. Um, Dory is not his wife. His partner. His his baby mama. Partner. <laughs> what? No, Dory is just a friend. Friend of the oh, family, Dory. Oh, what was the? Sorry, I'm thinking of the the dead fish at the beginning who was her oh his actual wife yes his i don't know why i said dory oh. there i i i'm dumb no you I, said anglerfish and i was like angler well, yeah. anglerfish didn't happen at the very beginning no angler i'm thinking of the barracuda i god damn my, not, my, 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 i'm tired barracuda. it's been 
<laughs> we're tired. I'm tired. We talked about it at the beginning of this episode. Big carnivorous fish. Big car- yeah, pretty much. Uh, what was her name? I don't remember her name. The, 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 did she ever have a name? I don't know. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not on it's this the list. Sexism. It's really popping off on this one. It is. That's tragic. All right. Number three. Ratatouille. Not at the number one spot. Really? I mean, I can get that. I'm also swayed, once again, by Schaeferless Productions. Yeah, Schaeferless showed me um, the light of Ratatouille. I'm not going to lie. But also, I really like Ratatouille, for one. I mm, really. I wonder why. I wonder why I like rats so much. That's so weird. I can't see your camera right now, but please tell me you motioned toward the rat cage behind you. I literally backed away and like <laughs> showed the rat cage. <laughs> Yeah, you, literally, you, I have rats. Do you think these rats need a three-story mansion? <laughs> no, but I love them so goddamn them much one. that I gave them a three-story mansion. Like it, literally, it. to show how tall it is, it goes to the ceiling. Holy shit! Like it is tall. <laughs> it is and it's tall filled. Cage. As you can see, it is filled to the brim with like toys and ropes oh. and hides, and you can tell how much I like that one right there. That little bat. It just, they do that. They throw things on the floor. I have to vacuum constantly. <laughs> but yeah, I love rats. I'm going to like a movie about rats. And then a movie that says to like, anyone can be what they want to be. And it's okay uh-huh. to strive for your goals. I'm going to love that so goddamn much. Because it's I've been told movie, constantly yeah. that I can't be what I want to be. So I'm going to be what I want to be. Because that fucking rat can be a chef. And I can do what I want to do. Yeah. I... I'm with you there. I, I spent most of my life being told that I can't do what I want to do. And I'm like, it fucking sucks being told mm-hmm. that. But like everyone is always like, oh, don't you have something more practical? Don't you like, mm-hmm. <laughs> don't you have something that's going to make you money? Like, it, yeah. shut up. <laughs> I'm going to do what I want to do. I, I want to choke out everyone who says something like that. I It just fucking sucks. But I this movie was nice. It was a very impactful movie letting you know that you could do what you want to do and i i don't mm-hmm. think i would have seen how good it is to the extent that i have seen it now if not for the shaferless video um he's got, he, he, That's fair. he, he so really well. showed how good he i'm gonna really watch did. that video when we're finished here <laughs> i'm gonna go watch it again and be like he's goddamn right oh so you won't watch a two-hour movie fantasia like i told you with the disney uh episode but you will watch <laughs> an hour and a half video essay about a movie yeah exactly i can't blame you it's a good it's a good video essay good video essay <laughs> if you haven't good, seen good, good. it if you haven't seen the shaferless i mean just go check out shaferless productions anyway fantastic channel fantastic uh, don't want to talk about anything else going on because he's asked me not to. Um, ask yeah. me personally. <laughs> no, oh, you know, Mr. Schaeferless himself. No. The crab. <laughs> the crab. <laughs> yeah, I've met Tomatoa himself. It's great. <laughs> Beautiful. Um. All right. Is that everything we got to say about uh, Ratatouille? I don't know. I on? love Ratatouille. I it's think it's movie. great. It's I think it's cute. Yeah. Um. Th- yeah, I think that's all I have to say about it. I, I was giving you the floor and you didn't continue. Rats like, are cool. Okay. That's Rats it. are cool. I agree. Ah, Toy Story 2 is number two. I realized I didn't I didn't preface that the way I, I meant to. But yeah, you, you thought so Bugs Life would be up here. Yep. Hi. The only reason I didn't say Toy Story 2 is because you were like, they don't do good sequels. And then you said something about, well, don't you see how the original hasn't been put up here yet? Do you see how the sequel is better than the original on this list, Seth? 
In in the case of Toy Story, yes. You led me astray because I, I personally believe that Toy Story Two is believe- the best Toy Story. Oh yeah, same. I agree. I agree in that department. But I mean, I don't believe that it should be. What is this? Number three? Number two? two. Where are this we at? This is number two. This is number two. It should not be number two, <laughs> but it really shouldn't be number two. But it, it's the I best mean, Toy Story movie, in my opinion. It is. I would have chosen three. it. I would have said this over a bug's life if you had not told me earlier that you had gaslit me into believing that there was only Toy Story 1 I didn't left. tell you what was on the list. I just told you my personal beliefs about what uh, what Pixar movies are. And I told you the general theme. Toy Story 2 no. is the exception that proves the rule. You said. No. <laughs> you specific- Tell me what I said. Rewind I it. someone go rewind this Editor, this, uh, rewind <laughs> No, you said specifically. Yes, what did I say? You were like, oh, there is a reason that the original movie hasn't come up yet. To your point, that the sequels were were worse. So you were saying in this list, they agreed with you that Pixar's sequels were worse. No. Yes. That, That is what I said. It was before we got to Toy Story 1. Uh, but that wasn't me saying that in my, okay. Let the record show. Can I can I say something that's a little like controversial? It, it shows how my mind thinks. Toy Stories okay. one, two, and three are the original. I think that is I that is a single hmm. movie narrative in my opinion. One, two, and three are one story. It is the Toy Story. So you're I think wrong. four is the sequel, and it's not as good. You know? No. No? You're wrong. You're just wrong. <laughs> okay, tell. Think of literally any other uh, Pixar sequel then, because we we've got the Cars that that had Cars two. Cars and three. three was better than Cars one. I I don't think it was better, but it, it was, was it, it was definitely better than Cars two. It was oh, about absolutely. there. <laughs> okay, I think Cars um, three is better than Cars one. Incredibles then. Incredibles two. No, Incredibles than- two is not better than Incredibles one. Uh huh. Finding Dory. Is that better than Finding Oh, that Evo? one sucked. Finding yeah. Dory sucked. What other Pixar uh, sequels can I think of? I can't think of any well, others. Well, let me think. I pulled up a list here recently. You did pull up the list. I just... Monsters University is a prequel. It is, I think I, they're about the same level, in my uh, opinion. Monsters University is good. I don't think it's as good as Ink. Because um, the, the whole scare games did not need to happen, in my opinion. Yeah, that's fair. I, I think there was, there, was a very, the... there was a very emotional section with the fucking like realization that you can't always be wait- monsters university is kind of the opposite of ratatouille <laughs> wait a minute because <laughs> it, you it, know what you're right it hits, it's it hits of- you with a, it hits mike with a striking realization that sometimes you can't be what you want to be yeah yeah and but you can still use that to be something better uh-huh. you can find something adjacent you could you could still pursue other passions you have but yeah. some, sometimes there are closed doors and I, that is the opposite of Ratatouille, which it is very much the opposite. Of I Ratatouille, hadn't thought which, about that until right now. Oh, they really put out Ratatouille and they're like, wait a second. Fuck it. Wait hold a up. second. Reverse. Reverse. <laughs> we don't want everyone to think that they can just be whatever they want to be. <laughs> that. No, we got to fix that one. That's weird. Yeah. Toy Story 2. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I think Toy Story 2 is the best of the Toy Story franchise. Uh, I also think that Toy Story 2 and Toy Story 3 are pretty much the same movie. <laughs> you you have a Toy okay. villain. I haven't uh, I, like I haven't seen it so. You haven't seen 3? No, I haven't seen 4. I was talking about 3. 
Did, Did you I say not say four? three and four are the same? No, I said two and three are the same. Oh, okay. Then I heard you wrong. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's on me if I misspoke. Um, but yeah, I, I think Toy Story 3, they both have uh, a twist villain that is trying to keep the toys uh, away from their their home and they're striving to get back to Andy. Uh, and there are characters, Buzz it, it does, there's at least a Buzz with a very different personality from the Buzz we're familiar with. Uh, in the case of three, it's the battery swap. In the case of two, it's a completely different Buzz. Um, and like, I, they're the same movie. They're pretty much the same movie. Uh, I don't know. Cause like, what if the core duo gets out and tries to rescue the others? <laughs> like I, you know, cause I think num- number two's messaging is more like understanding that there's beauty in where you are, I think would be the messaging. And then number three's messaging would be like, it's okay to let go. I mean, I, I could see your message for number two. I feel like. What do you I think under, the message for number two is then? I don't know. I haven't figured out what the message for number two is because I, I, the conclusion. It's that stinky Pete has stinky balls. <laughs> That's the meaning of number two. Oh my God. Did you fucking see the, the quote unquote deleted scene at the end of, of Toy Story 2 where stinky Pete just has two Barbie dolls in his fucking box? I'm like, Jesus Christ. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, probably. I, it's been a while. It's been a while since I've watched director. any of these movies. <laughs> it's wild that they threw that in there. That was, uh, I wasn't prepared for that. Um, yeah, Toy Story 2, good movie. I don't think it deserves the number two spot. I think it's no. far better than it, one, but yeah. The fact that they put this above both Ratatouille and Wally. And Wally. Egregious. Oh God. It's wild to me that that happened, but. Give it to me. What's number yeah. one? Are you, do you want to make another guess as to what number one could be at this point? Or do you I mean, want to just as, according to my list, it should be Incredibles, I guess, if we're going off the ones that I've already chosen. So what is it? Just tell you, it to me. You're delaying yourself. Like you're uncertain. Uh, yeah, it is. It is Number one is The Incredibles. Um, okay. And I That's kind funny. of agree with this. Oh, I you think, agree? I think I personally prefer both Wally and Ratatouille. But I think in terms of objective, like, quality, The Incredibles mm. is better. Like, better. I, I, it's not better. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm thinking right it, too. I want to fry something right now. Um, <laughs> no, like, I, The Incredibles is a fantastic movie because it's, I, I like the perspective it gives of a, a superhero family. I like the, the so many different dynamics each of the characters has. I like the I like the villain. Syndrome's fantastic. Uh, yeah, agreed. Yeah, he's he's great. Uh, it's it was it was a great movie. It fundamentally put together in a phenomenal way, uh, and I I think it is better than the other movies on this list, if not as emotionally impactful to me personally. Uh, and I, that's a hard balance for me to try and mm. think because I I'm so biased toward the movie that. Or toward the movies uh, that mean more to me, but that's damn, fair. Sometimes a piece of art is just art. You know, it's great whether it means yeah. something to you or not. You you understand that it's good, and I think that's the Incredibles for me. You know, mm. I don't think so. You don't. I don't think so. Okay, what do you think then? People people will get that reference. I don't. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I mean I just wanted to say that specifically for the reference. And if you get the reference. 
like us, leave a review. Um, leave a comment if you get the reference. I've heard <laughs> say, I've heard just saying that even if there wasn't a reference encourages people to comment, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, comment if you get the reference. Tell me where comment it's if from. You get the I actually, I actually <laughs> want to see if people actually got the reference. Anyway, um, no, I mean I think it's a good movie. I think like what would you say the meaning of the movie is? I. You got to give me a minute for this one, because I think, uh, again, this is one that has less of a meaning and more just is art. It's it is a a beautiful no, movie to me. And I think the meaning I is less think... important than that. I think it's a similar situation to Coco, you know, I mean, there's re- there's comparison to big I mean, there's <laughs> I mean, there's some movies that you're watching. You're like, OK, this was made specifically for the art of it. Yeah, that's not the Incredibles. You don't look at you don't watch the Incredibles and leave it being like, wow, that was art artful. That was like. <laughs> Yeah. That was made for the art. No, I I, I do. don't see that at all. What do you think like, was the message then? I don't really know. I don't. <laughs> it's like that's the that's my argument is like it doesn't have like a clear messaging in the movie. Like, sure, it doesn't need like a clear, concise like message to really get out there. But I think it didn't have like a strong enough core to it to make it feel better, more memorable. Really? I don't know. I'm going to get a lot of hate for this because a lot of people love the Incredibles and I get it. I think Incredibles is probably like the third best Pixar movie, but I don't think it's number one. That's fair. Um, That's fair. Because I think it lacks a clear, concise messaging through line that helps you really attach to everything. And I mean, there's like, there's some messaging of like dead end jobs, like destroy you. It's okay to like go after and seek the things that make you happy or you know, God, a, a, like, like oppressing a part of yourself will only make you not happy. Um, you should seek to be fully yourself or something like that, maybe. But that's hard to put that message on there even then, because then you're just like, maybe, I don't know. Maybe like the messaging you- is, is if superheroes were real, we shouldn't police them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't well, know. I, that's a, that's a message. I'm not sure I could get behind. Um, I, I think it's interesting that even your attempt to find a message didn't even address the, the family aspect of it. Cause I think if there, if I don't think the message is as impactful as the art of it, I, I do think that this was a movie made for art, but I don't think so. If if I were to prescribe a message to it, I think it would have to do with the nature of the family dynamics, because that is such a core aspect of it. You know, the wife thinking that Bob's cheating on him or the the kids wanting to take on more responsibility and never being granted it, uh, despite the fact that they're clearly capable of, of doing incredible things. Uh, I it for me, if there were a message, which, I, again, I still don't think that it's as impactful to have a message as the art of it. It needs to be focused around the family because that's it, it's a family but there isn't movie, one. first and foremost, you know? Yeah, but there isn't one. <laughs> and like I did fair for me. You, you cannot call this a film made for the art because of like. Because of like because like the way that it is made, the way that it goes through, the like the story that it tells is just a story and like if you want a slice of life film then make a slice of life film that is okay and i think that part of that is what the incredibles is and i think those films are fine and i mean those films are usually made for the art of it but then it has this also grandiose like oh there's a villain that's trying to give everyone superpowers because he's vengeful and you know maybe there's something there a part of i mean i think it is a good movie i think it has a solid story i think that it's animated well but i don't think it is like 
an art piece. Like I think of art piece films as like, I mean, the only one that comes to mind right now is um, the shadow of a dog. (laughs) I haven't heard of that one. I don't know. Like fantastic. Mr. Fox, I think. Oh, okay. That's an art piece film. That is like an art piece. But I mean, but that one also has, but fantastic. But you don't like fantastic. Mr. Fox. Not really. No. (laughs) We have to it, end this podcast. I, we can't be friends anymore. I just don't like the style of humor in that movie. Like, I, I see the appeal of it. I see the art of it. I just don't think that humor is my taste. And I get That's that. That's my favorite it. movie ever. Well, bye. <laughs> 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 no, okay, 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 seriously. Um, I Maybe it could just be that, like, I, I like superhero movies a lot more because I've seen a lot of superhero. I, I read a lot of comics, too, uh, but I, I've seen my fair mm. share of superhero media where it, it is made for the art. And they, they do have those grandiose stories and stuff, but you could still say they're made for the art. There's not a real life message in a lot of them. And I think maybe just having that kind of background and be, like being aware of a lot of artistic comics and stuff like that where there just isn't a message. Maybe that's what's helping me appreciate the Incredibles to that extent. I don't know. But I, mean, I know you I don't watch like superhero movies. I was like, I watch a lot of stuff that is just for the art. And like, I don't, I cannot see that in the Incredibles. I think it was made to tell a story and that story just didn't have a good messaging through line. That's and fair. I don't, cause like when I think of movies made for the art, like you were thinking of things that are very cinematic. They're very like trying to deconstruct something. They are, um, the messaging in the movie is for you to think of something in a different way or to make you feel a certain way or to invoke, you know, an, an emotion. And that's not what the Incredibles is doing. It is just trying to be like, here's a family of superheroes and they get into wacky hijinks and that's it. Okay, you didn't you didn't feel enjoyment or fun or like even just excitement with it. I mean, that's the emotion that this movie is trying to get you to feel. It's just hype and excited, like it feel like part of your part of the action. But, but, but I don't think that's what the meaning of the movie is: is to make you feel hype and excited about the action and what it is. I don't think I that's think what they is. were going I think for. That was the message. I think that's what they were going for. But hey, we different different interpretations, I suppose. No, I mean, uh, yeah, we're going to have different interpretations of yeah. it. And yeah, again, I think Let Incredibles is a good movie. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you've even said that it, it deserves to be like number three. It, it's yeah, in my with, ranking, it's number three. Yeah. I think it's it's above Wally. I don't know if it's above Ratatouille. I would say those, those two are in the same element. But I we have the same top three, at least. Different order, but the same top three of Wally, Ratatouille, and The Incredibles. And this list didn't have the other two in them. The fact that fucking Wally and Ratatouille are five and three, like, come on, that's that's sad. <laughs> that's disappointing. Ratatouille deserves okay. at least you were gonna, two. You were gonna you know? outro, so it's okay to outro now. I'll stop. I arguing. was gonna I was just gonna say let us know what you think of the of the Incredibles. Let us know if you think it's an art film or if it's a message film. And if you got the message, what was the message? And also if you got what Trace's reference was, tell us because I didn't. I, I don't know what it was. And Trace isn't gonna tell me because he I know him. He doesn't I'm gonna tell send me you shit. a video when this is finished. Okay, Trace so is Trace it. is gonna tell me apparently, but I'm gonna <laughs> pretend I haven't seen it next time we record. So you have to tell me what it is in the comments or the reviews. Uh, is there anything else we want to say, or is that it for the Rank Masters, Trace? <laughs> say goodbye to my rats. Bye, rats. Say goodbye to them. Bye. Thank you.
Is that where we, do we just cut after you say thank you? Stinky Pete has a fat hog. 